We're back. Back at it again. Back at it again. Here at Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Krispy Kreme. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Have you ever seen that? That vine? No. Oh my God. Back at it again at Krispy Kreme is one of the funniest vines ever. Is it like a fight or something? No, or? it's this guy. He's like, back at it again. And then he starts, he does like a couple like front flips. And when he goes to do one, his feet hit like this humongous glass Krispy Kreme <laughs> sign. And it just is like, it's just like abrupt chaos. Back at it again at Krispy Kreme. Well, we know that's our favorite type of video. Yeah. Where you're like not expect, it's like unexpected. And mm. there's like maybe a little cringe. Yeah. We like a little fr- cringe on the fringe. Fringe cringe is our favorite shit. New genre. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, speaking of new genres, we can create a whole new genre of music. We got this new instrument. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We I'm so glad well we set this up. We might as Whoa. You can't even touch that thing without the angels coming to life, right? Yeah, for real. <laughs> I didn't want to give it away, and I feel like I just blew it. Yeah. Our friend James sent this to us in the mail, and we were like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah, shout out to Lava Rocks. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to uh, show how it works? Yeah, well, because it's just now we can create our own. Um, so when we both touch this device, it starts to make. Um, well, it's a it's a circuit, so you can touch one side and touch the other side. So and we both we'll... touch it together, and then if we if we touch, we can complete the circuit. And then with how much pressure we do, and then if we do like. Whoa! It understands how much pressure we're doing. Yeah. Look. Two fingers, three fingers, four. Uh, <laughs> if that's not the coolest thing ever, I don't even know. What about notice. a kiss? How does a kiss sound? I don't know. We'll find out. You want to? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> it's much higher than I thought. <laughs> I don't even know what to think about that. <laughs> well, we might be able to change the pitch of our. Let me hold on. I'll hold it in this part. Now let's kiss. still goes up yeah it just wants to go up yeah <laughs> yeah we're gonna figure out how to play that some thing. pretty high pitched magic yeah no but you can attach it it comes with all these little connectors and you can attach it to like pineapples and then touch the pineapple and you can t- clip it on the edge of a plant you can put it in some water yeah yeah we haven't even experimented with it yet but we're feeling good we're feeling inspired we're feeling alive right spring is here today's the spring freaknox Totally shifts the energy, even just having this much light at this time of day. Yeah. Like, we used to, if we wanted to do a podcast, it was like, we better wake up. We got to be out of bed and out there by like 10 a.m. to have enough light to even do this. Yeah. And now it's like fucking probably after five o'clock. Sun's going down. It's probably a little bright now, but it's going to settle in. The colors and the brightness are going to look good. It's very welcome. Yeah. The sun's very welcome. It's that time of year where you just want to like lie out and get some vitamin d because you can get vitamin d you can go lie out in the sun for like 20 minutes and not get burned that's my favorite time yeah yeah that's the cast prescription totally 20 minutes of unadulterated vitamin d yeah no protection that's that's what i can handle i'm sure unprotected sex with the sun (laughs) yeah you're known for that shit the sun loves it yeah (laughs) (sighs) well here we are I feel like I'm excited about this spring because it feels like uh, this is one of those winters where, you know, you're supposed to hibernate. And it's kind of like the trend is people hibernate, but we were all kind of in forced hibernation this winter. For the past year. For the past year. So as we get more out there, people get to connect more and it's uh, you see a lot of joy on people's faces. Yeah. (laughs) It's not even warm out today and people are out there acting like it's fucking Mardi Gras, so exactly we, we must need it like when, when everyone keeps talking about how it's like look what happened after the last fucking plague we got the roaring 20s i'm like eh, there might be some truth to that i think people are going to be partying harder than ever throughout yeah and wearing their brightest clothes and not giving a fuck anymore and yeah you know getting dressed up and wanting to celebrate you know because as much as like there's kind of this like Everyone's like kind of keeping to themselves. There's also like this camaraderie that's forming too. So it's it's like everything. There's balance. Yeah, like how it felt here after nine eleven. Mm. You know, it wasn't here, but just generally. Just like, like chill. Like you know, like we've all just been through something together. Let's just be extra good to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 it hopefully 
that's how this will shake out. But I don't know. I think a lot of people are going to be coming out of this fucking severely traumatized by being this isolated for this long. Yeah, and that's I, a real thing, isn't it? Yeah, I, I can feel it. I can mm-hmm. feel it. I think like we're we're in a culture right now of quiet desperation and you, you can almost like feel people suffering and the closer you get to them, you, you can really kind of pinpoint it. It's like, oh, we're all so isolated right now and, and we're not able to make those normal connections that fuel our soul and feed our spirit. So, um, you know, I see like, you know, where you know, my, my main way of, of, uh, of you know checking in with with how people are doing and normal people is like our youtube comments not on this podcast but on the films you ever look at those <laughs> i try not to i guess <laughs> yeah it's fucking gnarly man are they getting more or less gnarly i i just think like uh you know a lot of times it doesn't do anything to me it doesn't trigger me i'm, I'm just like okay cool yeah the, these films are the sacred mirror that we set out to make and they trigger things in people but Anytime someone says, uh, I don't know why I feel like the lowest thing you could say to somebody is get a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one, that one is just like, ugh, God, like, come on. Like, oh, you're enslaved. You want other people to be enslaved. You're using that as a metric to judge one's life by, like, where are we going with all this? So, yeah, the other day somebody wrote uh, on, a, on one of the Juggalo videos, on American Juggalo too. He was like, does any of these people have jobs? And I was like, don't judge them like that. You know, this guy has no legs. Yeah. This guy, this guy has like, no legs. <laughs> and, and, and like you have so little compassion in your heart that, that like you can only just throw your hissy fit and be like, because he's jealous of their freedom. Like that's what happens. It's like someone watches something like that and it arises all these feelings and they're jealous of the juggalos uh, sense of freedom and the way they navigate the world. They might not want to ex- exactly act like that, but they wish that they could attain that level of freedom and expression. Yeah. So to, you know, it brings up all these feelings and he doesn't know how to deal with it besides just channel it into some platitude that he's probably said a thousand times to a thousand people and it's like get a job. And it's like, "Oh man, that's like that's like like you really want to go out there and say that? You really want to tell another like I, I just think it's such a... It, well, I love it because, I mean, uh, Alex Les, Les Legs is wearing a shirt through most of the film that says, fuck, fuck a, a job. job. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like it's it's going to get that reaction. He, he's playing his hand. Yeah. He can't really, you know, like, like I guess he could get a job, but he also doesn't have to because he, <laughs> he, got, he, he gets a settlement. He gets disability. He gets these things. So he makes music and makes art and travels and hangs out with friends and spreads juggalo love. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was like, maybe it's more like, if you want what he's got, go get hit by a train. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Walk a mile in his shoes. Oh, wait, he doesn't have any. Right. Have some fucking compassion. Well, and like also, isn't it kind of beautiful that he has the opportunity to like make art and make and uh, rap and have community and have jugglers come over and them kick the shit. And I, I think it was one of the most beautiful things I ever bared witness to was when we were making American Juggalo too. Uh, the first American Juggalo movie we made, we just went to the gathering of the Juggalos and there's 15,000 of them and like everyone's really on one. But like the second one, we were like going in on a pixel of that. We were just going in on one dude's life and mm-hmm. uh we showed up and like, it was almost like, like they didn't even care that there was cameras and, and us around. They just like, it was just fully practicing what they preach. Just like, cool, you're here, you're a homie, you're in. There, there was no games, there was no like, what are you guys doing with this? How are you trying to make us look? There was nothing like that. It was like, you're here, you're a homie, I trust you, let's do this. And just to see how like, the the group of jugglers would like contract and expand over the days and this homie's stopping by and then this one's coming through and it was fucking so beautiful the way they hold it. I mean these are these people are the uh, talk about fringe cringe like these are the fringiest cringiest members of society <laughs> yeah yeah well uh, yeah on, on purpose they try to also <laughs> yeah. really play it up Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're playing their hand. They're embracing it. They're not doing the thing that this guy in the comments is doing, which is like act like everyone else. They know they can't. So they're embracing of that. Yeah, I've definitely had some experiences where, you know, I'm in like the rainbows and butterflies land and uh, unicorns and mermaids and like ponies. And that's what I'm seeing. And then all of a sudden it like switches and it's like, gore and decapitation and people being pulled limb from limb Mm. and 
you can kind of like have loving awareness through that. And you don't, you got to like look at it and see it. I'm talking about on a trip, you know, like this is obviously people not getting pulled limb from limb. Like it's obviously just like a visual, it's like, it's a visual art Mm. show, but it can be very disturbing. But there's also, there was something that really, when I had that and I think I was on Somali at the same time, so I maybe was in a very loving place, but I like really saw the appeal of what, uh, like the hardcore juggalos are into. Oh yeah, you know, and why and the, the dark circus. The dar- yeah, the dark circus. Yeah, you're a juggalette. No, I know. Get real with yourself. I love the rainbows, but like I see it, I get it, <laughs> I get what it's all about. You also surf the black rainbow, though. You love the dark circus. Yeah, I love it all. <laughs> why not love it all? <laughs> yeah, and and that's what our movies are about. It's like, hey, get a taste of what it's what what their life is actually like. Like, we'll try to essentialize it and bring you what it feels like, not necessarily a bunch of people yapping about it, but what it feels like. And a lot of times that can, can lead to uh, the expansion of your circle of compassion. But sometimes it makes you double down on your judgments and your ego. And man, tell someone to get a job is like, oh man, that's like, that's them's fighting words. My sister, Caitlin, should her life be judged by that she's never had a job? Yeah. You know? I mean, obviously not. Yeah. Obviously not. I mean, I think it's... What a it's, low bar. It's so funny because, I mean, I do this dance. I'm like, well, I had a job. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a certain point where it's unfortunate that we can't just... Uh, that part... It's... I don't know. Yo, this happened, dance. this happened the other night. Uh, Maddie was over here. And, and she was like, I'm loving life, but, like, I'm feeling weird because, like, people are saying, like, what's next? When are you going to get a job? Because, like, she, she decolonized her life, you know? She freed herself from her last thing. Mm-hmm. She she fired her boss. Like, for, you know, forget about it. I'm not doing this thing anymore. It's not good for me. And everyone's else's and and everyone's uh, you know uh, projection onto her is like, well, when are you going to go do that again? It's like, yo, can we cheer this girl on? You know, can mm-hmm. can can we can we have her back? Can we say, yeah, it might take time to find what what uh, you know it, what your passions are and where to take this thing. Take the time. Take the fucking time. Like th- this whole thing of like get back to work is like that's a, that's indoctrination. And if you can't see it like that, like just shut the fuck up. You know, so someone telling somebody who just freed themselves to go get a job is just like, come on, come on. You know, if more people were freeing themselves, maybe we could replace that fucking economy of exploitation with something better. Yeah. So what is it like? But it's it gets this place where. I mean, you want to create the space. Like, there needs to be uh, grants. Like, here. Uh, here's, like, six months for you to figure out how to become more self-sustainable. Yeah, well, that's assuming that the powers that be want us healthy and fulfilled and happy. <laughs> I think that they want us an unhealthy, desperate, depressed, <laughs> surfing the edge of precarity all the time. I tr- <laughs> yeah, I truly believe that... Um, if if there was like a bottom that people wouldn't fall be below that that it would encourage a lot more people to pursue the passions that they love to do things that offer true value to their community mm-hmm. um to be more supportive within their community have the spaciousness to, to have be. a sense of what the community even is mm-hmm. that's the thing when we're all living out our narratives of quiet desperation because we got to fucking pay the bills oh my god the bills the bills need to be paid we're we're in space. We're fucking on, on a goddamn rock in space. And we're like, oh my God, the bills. The bills, what the fuck? How we got to pay the bills? Like when, when everyone is in that uh, frame of mind, in that state of consciousness, of course com- real community can't be built. We don't even have a sense of what the fuck that is. We don't even know what community means anymore. And that's by design. That's by design. So what's the antidote, do you think? To what? To that. Is it building community? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The people that are brave enough to like um, make the sacrifices necessary to do that should do it. I feel like we're in a, we're in a position like that. Yeah. Where, where we can actually focus on that art project of building community. Yeah. And recognizing it as that, you know. Mm-hmm. I was reading in this book, The Pieces in Every Step. <laughs> Pieces Every Step by Tic Nac. Oh, my God. I always... Tit not hot. Yeah. Tit not hot. Chit not hot. 
I knew you were gonna do this. It's so funny when like it's I can see from a mile away like the weird little things that you're gonna do, and you might not even know it. You're like, pull out that book. How do you pronounce that guy's name? And I said it like three times. And then you, I was like, oh, you're determined. I'm so American. You're determined. I'm to also not. just like so American, like where you see certain letters and you like can't. It's just like those oh, yeah. letters don't usually go in yeah. that order. I'm can't. Yeah. It's so embarrassing. I can't even read, so I don't. I'm not one to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like one of those definitely undiagnosed dyslexic people. Yeah, me too, for sure. I mean, half the time, it's like amazing that I've been able to send out all these shirts and they haven't gotten lost in the mail because. I find like me missing, mixing up the the numbers all the time. Oh yeah. Anyway, what are you about to read us? Um, he wrote this. It's a book on basically different meditations and just um insights and that sort of thing. And he said something. There's a little section called investing in friends, and this resonated with me very recently. Um, so I'm gonna read it. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. Even if we have a lot of money in the bank. We can die very easily from our suffering. So investing in a friend, making a friend into a real friend, building a community of friends is a much better source of security. We will have someone to lean on, to come to, during our difficult moments. We can get in touch with the refreshing, healing elements within and around us thanks to the loving support of, of other people. If we, have communi- if we have a good community of friends, we are very fortunate. To create a good community, we first have to transform ourselves into a good element of the community. After that, we can go to another person and help him or her become an element of the community. We build our network of friends that way. We have to think of of friends and community as investments, as our most important asset. They can comfort us and help us in difficult times, and they can share our joy and happiness. Beautiful. You don't sound dyslexic. Yeah, I read this one ahead of time to make sure. Yeah. (laughs) luckily his words were very simple he keeps the message simple invest in friendship that's that's the antidote you know you put me on the spot there but that's the antidote yeah no totally because when you're investing in friendship you're investing in something that can't be taken away it cannot be taken away it can't be seized from you real friendship cannot be seized from you and uh when you're investing in friendship you're divesting in your separateness Mm -hmm. which is what fuels the whole economy of exploitation that's going on right now. They got us all so fucking convinced of our separateness and our individual narratives and much more invested in that, in that than the idea of friends, family, community, all this other stuff, even families. Look how separate families are. You know, look what's expected of you. Mm -hmm. You're 18. Get the fuck out of here and go start your own fucking little whatever. No sense of like, bringing together bringing together because that's threatening to the systems that are controlling us right now yeah it's like that kind of one of those things where it's like you want to be able to encourage like we have friends who are are learning to live free to live freely so beautiful and it's like uh yeah like you're gonna need some money but you can also live for a lot less money Mm -hmm. and instead of being stressed that you're can't pay the bills like try to have less bills yes it's kind of the direction that i feel like that i want to go in my life well it was kind of it's kind of like coronavirus it's like hey you can isolate yourself more or like hey did anyone bring up like how do we just get much more healthy as a people Mm -hmm. as an obviously as an individual but as a people how do we get our immune systems working again how do we make ourselves not as susceptible to this it's the same thing totally yeah so it's very encouraging because I, I see it. There's like in the Discord, the Church uh-huh. of Chill Discord, yeah, which God. is my favorite place. But when someone else um, is like putting in a lot of energy and love, I like I see it and I'm like, yo, you're just you're you're showing up. And I'm like, I don't know if the love is going to come, what form the love is going to come back. But the love is coming back. You know, when yeah. someone's putting it out. Yeah. You know, it's it's inevitable and it makes me want to put it out more. And um it's just uh really cool it feels like it feels like my next relationship you know yeah like we're in a transitionary period in relationships and to be able to have the space to focus my energy towards a larger relationship and many people is just super cool yeah you got so much love and wisdom to give it's it's awesome well, that you have a place to uh channel I don't know, that i don't know about that as much as i have energy for it right now and excitement you know, yeah. like we're going to do this zine, which is going to be one of the coolest things ever. Yeah, we're going to start a, a zine. Um, it's called the Rogue Signal. 
and uh, the first one is going to be a trip companion. Yeah. So and and it's not Sean and Cass's zine; it's the Church of Chill zine, and it's going to be produced by the community. And so we're having a Zoom call about that tomorrow. More will be, uh, but if anyone has any ideas for that, reach out to us. Reach out to us if anything that you think would belong in like a little, a small zine that's going to be um, easily shipped, but that you'd want like sitting out on the table while you were, you and your friends are tripping. Yeah. Any ideas, send our way. We're going to, the community is going to produce this as an act of love, as a monument to our vibe. Yeah. I was self-conscious about it at first, not like having, cause I had this idea for a long time and not like ever having done it just like on my own, but then also self-conscious that like maybe people don't want, but the truth is it's like, because the community is so broad, it's, it's those who want to be on the committee show up and those who have the yeah. space and want to invest and want to get closer with other people in the community. And so it's, it's just really cool to offer, uh, like to think of ide- creative ideas where we can have yeah. act- like activities that are about uh, community building. Yeah. And on all the community is, is just a network of homies. It's just like-minded homies who are down with the fucking clown. We see each other eye to eye. We're respectful. And uh, yeah, just kind of just spreading the vibe. No one thing, no rules, nothing like that. Yeah. Cause I, it's, it's, it's uh, the biggest gift of doing this podcast has been the community that's formed. Yeah. Like the people we've met, the relationships we've nurtured and built. and I didn't know what that was. I thought I had a concept of it until, honestly, I didn't know until the last two weeks. We put out this last podcast and like the wave, like so not even necessary, like the wave of people wanting to comfort us because we went through a breakup, like it's still going on. And it's like... Oh, wow. I, I mean, I didn't mean to come off like, like desperate or in need of that, but just, just the willingness of people that I've never spoken to before reaching out and being like, Hey, I heard the news, you know, going through a similar thing. I just want to let you know I'm here for you. You know, like, well, also like, fuck? I feel like it's also, we're like going through community mourning too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's true because Mary was part of the community. Everyone knew who she was. Yeah. And I want her to continue to be part of it. And yeah, it just, for sure. I'm not like. But it's, uh, yeah, it was, there was like with the come up, like we got this, whatever, <laughs> this stupid frog light. It's adorable. Not stupid. It's no, amazing. it's not stupid at all. It's sacred. A sacred frog light. So the come up is with us. Yeah. The come up don't stop. I mean, yeah. I, I'll say for me, taking that time to talk about which day, what days or what, what's about the day. Yeah. I, I'm taking that into my days moving forward. You know, yeah. I really noticed it yesterday being, it was Friday and I was feeling very, and Thursday, oh my Thursday God. Thursday was a hugely creative day for us. Oh my God. It was so creative. It was, and you said it, you were like, great, good day for this, good day to, uh, to expand. And it's just crazy how the universe works and how the balance happens. And if you're, if you're truly trying to listen you're in abundance you're in abundance like literally like mare leaves and it feels like oh lord could this create like a void for us not even necessarily like emotionally but like creatively it's like well we were we were really we were fucking flying high on that juice like that was crazy yeah we built we built a a three-week monument to that relationship yeah yeah totally and it was beautiful and that show is called the come up um and that'll be back in some way but like it's so crazy the day that it's like okay cool this is over that's a wrap it's like and then i get a call from this dude that heard me on the concrete podcast that we did and he's like you gotta not even you gotta come make a movie about me like like almost like it's already happened yeah like you guys are you guys are gonna make a movie about me and Normally, I would be so fucking averse to that kind of thing. I would be so like, no, no one tells us what we're inspired by or whatever. But I got swept up in it and I started being like, oh, shit. And like 10 minutes after talking to this guy, I was like, he he's a very magical person. (laughs) You'll see what we do with this guy. He's a very magical person. And I think he can kind of hop into future timelines. So he knows what's going to happen in a weird way. And he, it's like, he almost knew like, you're going to be inspired by me. You're going to want to do this with me. And, um, that guy's just been on my mind every day, all day. Yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking about it. And I'm like, wow, I haven't been like this for a subject for a doc in a couple of years. We've just been kind of locked up. Yeah. It's always, it's an important perspective to keep, 
in mind that like one ending is a new beginning, a door closing is a door opening. Yeah. More platitudes, but also very fundamental truths because energy is not destroyed. It's transformed. Yes. Yeah. You know, so your capacity to love is not destroyed. It's transformed. What, what you're attracted to, what the energy, where love comes from, all that stuff. And, is, and honestly, like if I had given into some sort of victimhood narrative, I would have been such a mope that I wouldn't have even been able to hear or understand what this guy was talking about. I, my, my capacity to listen would have been greatly diminished, but we were doing what we got to do to get through this. We're moving the energy in the best ways. And then of course, like, look, I would have been happy getting inspired like this six months from now. I would be like, okay, cool. Wow. Here's the next chapter for it to happen that day. It's, it's fucking crazy. It's, I it's magical. I definitely have this feeling that things are speeding up. And I don't know yeah. if it's just for me individually or us or collectively, but there is like a faster pace in which stuff is happening. Even thinking about the relationship we had with Mare and how quickly we were working through stuff and navigating the stuff that can take like honestly years or months in a relationship to yeah. see each other in a certain way or talk to uh, about certain aspects of relationship and all that stuff like we just we moved through energy at a like record yeah. clip I, I just think it's like get used to it and get used to it moving even a little faster than this and i think for everyone but also like i don't know this is this is the way we roll this is the way we roll and it's and it's gonna feel like it's getting faster and faster i also just want to like it is because we're in the eighth dimension <laughs> yeah it's a little different up here yeah i want to be i want to be one of those people that's like doing something and thinking about the thing that I'm doing rather than thinking about, oh, I hope one day I start doing this zine. Like, no, I'm done with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm done with hoping that one day we do it. I'm in well, the even the way you like, treated do it, it for, for a couple of years, for four years, it was like you needed my permission to do the zine. Well, cause and, I, and I'm like, why, why do you, what do you need me to say? Like, you want to come to me like, like it's going to be some financial burden on us. Of course, I'm going to reflect that back to you. I don't know. You're asking my permission. Like, do it. Don't do it. I don't know. No, it's just it's a uh, it's a collaborative thing. It need it needs collaboration because yeah. you can get to a yes a lot faster when eight people are reflecting like yeah that feels good. Mm-hmm. When one person is like that feels good, it's like mm, I don't know. But when eight people are like okay, we have to make a decision about yeah. how we're going to approach this and not be too tedious about it and realize not everyone's going to get exactly the zine that they want, but it's like coming together and being like cool does this feel good yeah that feels good okay on to the next yeah it, it's Basically, like the zine already exists we're just like sculpting away the bullshit just to make it the right thing yeah basically it's my own version of work which oh my god can i read this too yeah sure i have some i looked down and i was like realized i wanted something else to i wanted to read because it goes really much in line with what we're talking about okay this is um hard thoughts treasury of inner wisdom Louise Hay, she has great mantras. It's a good one to spark a J, too. She wrote, You Can Heal Your Life, which is all about, you know, stuff going on with your body and how whether mantras can heal it. It's it's like you can shift your belief sets in a way that can help support your healing at the very least. Yeah, I mean, it's basically like just switching over. Uh, s- switching lenses to where you are the healed. You are the healing. You're not sick. You're healing. Mm-hmm. And realizing that a lot of our illnesses and sicknesses are partly because of our limiting beliefs of self. Um, okay, so we are all part of the harmonious whole. We are each a divine idea expressing through the one mind in harmonious ways. We have come together because there is something we need to learn from each other. We have a purpose in being together. There is no need to fight this purpose or to blame one another for what is happening. It is safe for us to work on loving ourselves so that we may, we may benefit and grow from this experience. We choose to work together to bring harmony into the business at hand and into every area of our own lives. Everything we do is based on the, on the one truth, the truth of our beings and the truth of life. Divine right action is guiding us every moment of the day. We say the right word at the right time and follow the right course of action at all times. Each person is part of the harmonious whole. There is a divine blending of energies as people work joyfully together, supporting the, and encouraging each other in ways that are fulfilling and productive. 
we are successful in every area of our work and our lives. We are healthy, happy, loving, joyful, respectful, supportive, and at peace with ourselves and with each other. So be it, and so it is. Mm. I love those kind of reminders. Hell yeah. Because it's, it's not just a reminder, it's an affirmation. You know? Mm. I am harmonious in my relationships. Yeah. You know? Mm. It's something that you affirm, and as you affirm it, you see it and when it's because it's 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 this we're in this life of you like you're gonna i say this i've said this so many times to you and i know that you already know this and believe it but you're gonna find what you're looking for yeah if you want to find the place in which the universe has your back you're gonna that's what you're gonna pay attention to and that's what you're gonna hold on to and remember you're gonna remember it's like because we have this negativity bias like the the truth is three good things have to happen for us to let go of the one bad thing or if mm. one bad thing happens it's going to be louder than the three good things yeah. so it's like we have to play like uh we have to be the coach of our own mind like looking for the good stuff expecting the good stuff waking up being like i'm open to receiving gifts yeah and then going to bed at night being like i'm so grateful for this gift and that gift and you know that person who smiled at me or that person who i thought was fucking me over but it actually just woke me up a little bit more Totally. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah. It makes me think of, um, remember when we went and saw Laraji live? Mm-hmm. And he was like telling us some wisdom about, um, you know, being the thing. Not not expecting it from external circumstances, you know. You don't go to the party, you go as the party. That you, you don't go somewhere for the vibe, you bring the vibe. That pretty much changed my life. Yeah. This is just little reminders. Little reminders. From people that you trust. Yeah. Who's lived it. This guy's fucking in his 70s, and he's been like a fucking spiritual and musical legend his, his like whole adult life. Yeah. Because it's about having, it's about looking inside and having like the inner responsibility too mm-hmm. for your own good time. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Not looking. If you look to someone else to provide your good time or if they're affecting your good time, you will be a slave to that person and your relationship with them. Yeah. And like, do you want to do that? Do you want to like, you have such divine power. Do you want to say, well, if only you had done this, this and this differently, I'd be in a good place. I'd be having a good day. If I only had this drug. If I only had this drug. Yeah. If you had only listened to this, if you had only heard me, you mm. know, or listened to this or done this this and this you know it's like but instead look for the perfection in it all mm-hmm. look for the lessons in it all yeah because ultimately it reminds you of where what you're upset about mm-hmm. you know when you get upset at someone else you're like oh yeah why don't you care about this thing mm. who is who's that woman brought it was a byron katie mm. i don't know i think it's her she has the work oh, and yeah. it's all about shifting your perspective i so funny, Ani texted us just before, who turned us on to this, Ani Baker, but uh, she has this thing called the worksheet. She has like a two-hour talk on YouTube. Highly recommend watching it. I don't think anything's changed my perspective more. But basically, she was this woman who was fucking a bitch, like mean to her kids, was in so much, was so angry yeah. about, you know, whatever it was that she was dying inside like couldn't leave bed she'd wake up hangry and then one morning she wakes up on the floor just like wanting to scream and no one's there to listen and she just just you know these moments people have epiphanies and she started turning the conversation the story she was telling herself and flipping the pronouns or the direction instead of like you know my daughter sarah doesn't pick up her socks uh, I don't pick up my socks or there's something like flipping. I'm not going to do it justice, but basically it's the things that upset you about other people are really reflections of things that upset you about yourself, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just a, an important reminder cause it's like a hack. And and I think it's like, it's a good reminder that, um, you don't have to be in crisis to, to start applying some of this stuff. You don't have to be, um, waking up on the floor angry your whole family hates you it doesn't have to get to that point you don't have to be sick to get better no yeah yeah it's just it's it's a it's a decision away it's like all the time yeah extricating yourself from the blame game 
Because mm-hmm. like if you're blaming anyone, the joke's on you because yeah. you're giving your power away. Yeah. And you just kind of try to be there for yourself mm-hmm. as you go through the judgmental cycles and the fear and the anger and like yeah. allow it to arise. But the more you make it someone else's problem, the more that energy is going to come back to you. Yeah. It's what I found at least. Well, I mean, uh, one of the things that, that I've been thinking about a lot lately is uh, is is be cool now. Mm. be cool now be cool now be cool now be cool now um and and basically it's like it stems off of you know how i always say like yo i send mad love back to uh you know the 16 year old me who's just like fucking confused as hell down in florida yeah spinning out family's falling apart you know I, i send love back to that motherfucker there's the other thing where you can borrow chill from your future self that survived all this and is cool, knows it's okay, and wants to send love back to you, like, you can borrow that now. So when you start getting into those frames of mind that are taking you from the present moment, I just call on that future me. Like, send some chill back. I don't know why. I just, I I can't be here right now. Send some of that chill back so I can be cool now. (laughs) (laughs) Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So now we can, that's that's going to be what we say to each other. When it's like, when you see the other one a little lost in the sauce, be cool now. Be cool now. Calm down now. Be cool now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have endless reservoirs of chillness and stillness in you. Endless. That's your natural state of being. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to be in fight or flight. We don't need to be. And, and, and recognize when you are recognize when you are like, you know, I, I can easily get there given our, uh, our current circumstances. I could easily go into like victimhood. Oh, you ruined it. You blew it. Oh my God. Self-blaming, blaming others. Just like all this nonsense. Or I could be cool now and just pick up the guitar and just channel it through that. Cause, cause that's what the future me is saying. The future me is like this instrument saved your life stick with it do it now do it now the other day i felt myself like oh i have a good rant in me right now i'm about to fucking tell Cass all this fucking nasty shit i have on the tip of my tongue you know because you'll do the dance with me we don't care we're dirty dancers (laughs) we'll get down in the mud together you know we'll we'll do some mud wrestling um but i looked over and i saw that you were like kind of engaged in your um in, in making some art on the ipad and I was like, maybe instead of saying this thing, let's try this experiment. You know, this will be my first time trying this experiment. Maybe instead of saying this rant that I think sounds so good, that's such a convincing story that I think it'll convince Cass and validate these nonsense feelings, maybe I'll just grab this guitar. Five minutes later, I couldn't even remember what the fuck I was going on about. Yeah. And then what was crazy is maybe two and a half hours later, I'm still playing guitar and you had something like that and you came to me with it. And I wasn't like, I wasn't even being a dick. I was just like, kind of like laughing a little bit and like still, I I was still more focused on guitar. Um, and I could hear what you were saying, but it just wasn't taking on the level of seriousness that, um, I I knew it could if I didn't grab that thing. Yeah. So, you know, who's a fucker. (laughs) Yeah. You know, who's a real fucker. You know, who's making me feel like shit right now, even though they're not around, they haven't said anything to me in forever, you know, (laughs) they really never crossed me to begin with. You know, who's a fucking asshole? Like, fuck that. Don't even go there. No, it's, it's like idle hands are the devil's playground, but so is an idle mind when you're not like focusing on something more interesting than whatever you think is important to, to bitch about. It's, (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of a dance because it's also like, this is my least... I mean, I think this is both not the most fun time in our relationship. It's like post breakup. It's like balance because there's like, oh, it's really fun because we're trying to rediscover our relationship. But then there's also like, yeah, the little bit of like the storyteller. We're both storytellers. That's what we do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you want to tell a good one. Yeah. Yeah. We've lived the karma of not telling a good one. We've lived it. Still living it. Still living it. You really got to be careful about the words you use, the words you choose to use, because like that shit will crystallize your destiny, like you're saying, faster than you can imagine. It's happening faster and faster, (laughs) you know? So it's like you don't want to just send out a reflection of negativity 
back to uh, the universe. And then there's the people that you're like, fuck it, it's worth it. It seems worth it. It seems worth it. it you need to know that I'm pissed. Yeah. You need to know yeah. that I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. But like, if you're like us and, <sighs> and you're abolitionists, and I don't think anyone belongs in a cage for really any reason. For like, and, and people will throw all kinds of examples at me, and I'm like, no, 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 no reason that anyone needs to be in a cage. Why would you keep someone in a cage in your heart? You know, that's some social justice warrior bullshit. If you're a fucking cop to your fucking core, really, you're investigating people, you're putting them on trial, you're prosecuting them, and you're locking them up in your soul. You really have no business fucking espousing the politics of an abolitionist. So you got to live it. You know, and that's that's when, and I've, I've said this before, but that's when the practice of being an abolitionist becomes a spiritual practice. Feeling more connected to everyone and everything. Nothing is disposable. No people are disposable. Yeah. We're a very... This moment, the moment is not disposable. It's It's sacred and you should be tuned into it and figuring out how to best listen and derive lessons for the evolution of your soul in any moment. And there's so many fucking distractions. There's so many distractions because our ego is so good at fucking making up stories. I know. It's so good. Yeah. Damn, that motherfucker's good. And and God bless that fucking thing. Because it, yeah. it, it, it helps us keep track of what the fuck's going on, you know? Yeah, but <laughs> it definitely is our best friend when it can recognize like our interconnectedness rather than you know double down on separateness yeah joseph campbell says it's a secondary the, the mind is a secondary organ that we make into a primary one mm-hmm. yeah yeah that i like that a lot that actually like is reminding me now like oh i got my brain piece but like bring it to the heart but, you know uh, tap into the heart yeah and you can't really tap into the heart by thinking about the heart you just feel into the heart yeah you know, the heart it pumps blood to every cell in your body. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it's it's and it's holding the beat. It you know, is. it's holding the it beat. Is. It's the rhythm section. It's the dopest rhythm section that there is. And you know, sometimes when you get lost in the music and you just need to hear the music play and listen to the music play, you know, it's like the drum that can hold you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and you gotta let the drum hold you. The primordial vibration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm bring you back home the map home mm. yeah it pulses inside you that's wild this thing is like pulsing inside us from when we're born to when we die mm-hmm. think about how many products we go through in that time things that just seem like like these phones like holy shit wow the pinnacle of technology whenever five years later it barely fucking works our hearts our bodies this fucking vessel that's so funny insane that's so funny i did not even think about that think about how many fucking products you've had in your life like we're organic material that would if our heart stopped beating just decompose yeah but because it beats and because we can transform like oxygen and uh different elements and absorb different minerals through our intestines yeah. Huh. It's really wild. It's worth acknowledging and valuing and paying more attention to. And that's when when I heal the fastest is when I'm like, oh, this knows how to heal. Like yeah. my body knows how to heal. Yeah. Like you got this bod. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But if I'm like, oh, you don't know how to heal and I don't like the way this scab looks and I keep picking my skin, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. If I like try to do what my body if I try to use my bi- mind to do what my body is, like, programmed to do. Oh, my God. You're in hell. Yeah. You're in hell. Literally. I mean, it happened when I when I destroyed my foot over the quarantine with that nitrous, when the nitrous tank, like, jet propulsed and just fucking destroyed my foot. Mm-hmm. I immediately, like, just spent three days just in a funk of all funks. Like, just like, mm, okay. I can't walk. I can't be sexy. It hurts. It's just like, it just hurts. Oh. And there's nothing I can do about it. And then I got into the mode of like really noticing that like it's actually the pain is subsiding. I see this thing changing and getting into this like this what's going to be a long process of this getting better 
without me really having to do anything. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to be like, hey, can no one distract me for a while? I need to look at my foot and just, you know, make sure I, I heal it. Like, no, it's doing it on its own. It's kind of like the gift of, because then after that, you're like, I'm going to go running. You know, you, you know what it's like to hobble around. And then when you're like, I can't, I'm not hobbling. You're oh. like, oh, I'm really going to use this thing. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, in the, in the way that that's healing on its own, our whole body is and our life is. And our mind is. Yeah. Maybe that's a good prayer, too, that your, like, mind is healing. Give it space. Yeah. Give it breath. Conscious breaths. Mm. Be cool now. Be cool now. <laughs> Be healed now. Be healed now. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> sounds like organs. Look, you can even, you can go really well. That's the sound. That's the sound that your body's doing. How's that happening? Because you're not... I guess because you're touching two circuits. It sounds like singing angels. I've been thinking a lot about the angels and oh how they're there God. for us. They're here they're, right now. And how they like being um, given little assignments to help you out. Oh so my God. you got to put them to work. Yeah, you got to put them to work. And, you know, you put them to work with your, your prayers. And they don't have to be all fucking self-serious. Like, our prayers aren't even that self-serious. No, we prayed not. before we started this. We're like, okay, cool. This can be our best podcast ever. Angels, you listening? Send us the words. Like, let's fucking do this thing. Because we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> the other night, though, we were going over to Maddie's house. And uh, you, you, as soon as we walked outside, you are like, let's put the angels to work on getting us a parking spot over there. And we were pulling up and I remember you said that. And I was like, we're, we're like, we turned um, onto the block and I was like, oh shit, guys, there it is. It's the angel parking spot fucking parked in there. And I was like, oh no, we're still like a block and a half away. What the fuck? No, it's I'm always our, our similar. And it was raining and I was just like, fuck, all right, whatever. We parked a block and a half away. No big deal. We get to their front door and like fucking humongous parking spot sitting there open. So we owe the angels one. We definitely, we, uh, like, in a way, we didn't trust them, or, I don't know, it was like... Wait, no, they gave us, like, multiple gifts. They're like, okay. there's one here, there's one closer, like... Yeah. And we're like, oh, we'll just, we'll take this. That's cool. Like, we're not greedy. Someone else can have that spot. A That's lot of true. people live in that building. Yeah, maybe a disabled person, like, maybe somebody who, like, really needed that spot. Exactly. Not maybe, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Their angels were working harder than ours. Yeah, and, and the great Their thing angels were like, hey, you guys, just take this spot. Don't think too much about it. The angels are working on all kinds of shit right now. They they got all kinds of projects going. You know? So get them in on yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honor those motherfuckers. You know what we do is we play music for them. <laughs> yeah. You know what they don't seem to like? Scrollaholism. <laughs> no, that's my fastest way towards disconnection. Scrolling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whoa, what the fuck am I? Where have I been? Where have I been? Yeah. What am I doing? Just taking in like, just like dumb little hits of dopamine one after the other. Just you know like, what? This is such a silly thing, but like, I definitely have a phone addiction, but I've gone from like Reddit and Instagram to um, Tetris right now. <laughs> I feel like that's healthier. It is healthier. Cause I, I, I close it and I'm like, oh, I played that game. I'm not like overstimulated with this accident happened and this person did this and oh here's this cute dog and like most of the stuff i read is positive but yeah. then it's like there's some weird stuff and you don't so starting, fragmented uh, it's so fragmented you don't really get super deep into any of it and then you also yeah there is certain energetic vibrations that you all of a sudden become you're a lot more sensitive to than you even recognize yeah and that's kind of like you don't realize how much everything affects you oh yeah especially with that stuff we're i mean We've had to train our psyches not to realize how much it's affecting us, but it's affecting us. It's definitely affecting us. It's affecting us individually and as a whole. You see, like, it's leading to the more isolation because, like, for a person to try to break through to you when you have this fucking glowing fucking gateway to perfection and anything you want here, it's, it's really, that's a hard battle to do. 
you know, yeah. so you got to let people back in at some point, not through that thing, but really let them back in. Back through the looking glass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're still getting our shit together. You know, we're going to, we're, we're getting back on the horse. We got tossed off the horse and we got to dust it up. All dust it up. No, but it feels like, it feels like good things are coming. Always a thousand percent, like because that's all I'm seeming to see right now. So let the good things coming. We're gonna go make a movie. We're gonna figure out how to make it, uh, even though we have no money, and we're just gonna go make a movie. And I, I, I haven't been this excited about something in so long. So, I'm just, I'm sending the angels to work on that one, for sure. Good idea. And uh, sending the angels to work on uh, the idea of of growing Church of Chill. Imagine one day we could have a physical place where like artists could come yeah, and work on stuff, vibe out together, ceremonies, get inspired. That'd be really cool. A place to chill. In the meantime, we have patreon.com slash church of chill. If you haven't joined that, please do so. It really is the best. And we put our radio show on there, which is called church of chill. <laughs> and, um, we put bonus episodes on there and we have a discord community of people that is like, it's the light of our life right now. For sure. All these artists and inspired beings, beings of light. Yeah. Super talented and tapped in. Yeah. Yeah. So join the party there. Place right? to remind each other. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Stuff like what Cass was reading. It's just like all day, every day with stuff like that. Just reminders. So I think it keeps us close and hopefully one day this community can expand and we can see each other in person more often. Now that's a prayer I can get behind. Mm -hmm. Cool. I love it. Cool. I love you. I love you. I love y'all. We love, love y'all. Let's make them some music. Listen to the angels. Listen to the angels. Adios. Adios. Peace and love.